We are I. Good morning, everybody. 5, 11 a.m. on this Friday morning. Looking forward to the days that is going to be bright and early because it's still into the thick of dark and early. Hmm. Now, this thought process started with the conversation I had with a friend of mine yesterday. And like, why? Why does it take so much? Why does it take so much for the powers to be to be understanding why does it take so much for the powers to be to open their eyes why does it take so much for the powers to be to just to let it go you know and like yes this is another one of those shitty covid conversations and yes i get it but like it's it's astonishing to me that we've allowed that like there's this environment that is manifested around such atrocities to human rights, to like us as people. You know, and I don't even think that you can make the argument anymore that this is a small group of people that feel that this is just astronomically wrong. When you have so many people willing to walk off the job, when you have so many people willing to walk off the job that they've had for decades in prominent positions, in positions that are sought after, whether it be doctors or nurses or paramedics or firefighters or policemen or GE employees or, you know, uh, like longshoremen, like whatever it is, like there's these, there's massive, massive amounts of people. You know, and the media used to label it as, oh, there was, you know, like hundreds of people. But, like, you can't deny anymore that there's there's hundreds of thousands of people in Canada and the United States. Hundreds of thousands. And these are just the people with the courage to walk out their door or post something on social media or, or have a voice or collectively group, group together. But there's a lot of people who are just too scared. Like, too scared for righteous reasons you know don't want to be ostracized in their community don't want to be ostracized in their family and their social networks and you know don't want to be ostracized at work you know, just don't want to push back don't know how to push back which is all understandable scared doesn't mean have to be like something super negative and bad but just scared to be able to tote the line stand the line and stand shoulder to shoulder with their brothers and sisters in this world and you know be able to push back but look how many people are now, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, globally. The protests that are happening globally are astronomically huge. They're gaining ground by thousands and thousands of people every single day. You can't deny this. Like it, And finally, the New York Times, the Associated Press, the Washington Post, some major news outlets are finally starting to be able to cover this. So that other people can see you're not alone. And that's what it was before, is forcing people to feel like they were alone. Forcing 
people to feel like there there was no other alternative. Like you had to buy into the government narrative or you were alone. But now people realize they aren't alone. They aren't alone because whether you're pro-vaccine or not, this is not the point. This is not the point anymore. Is that we are free people. We are supposed to be free. We are supposed to have autonomy over our lives. The government is only there to be able to make sure that you have a road to drive on or that you have some kind of basic health care or that if there's somebody who wants to run rampant in the streets yielding a machete that you know you have protection from that. That the, it, the government's involvement in our life is supposed to be very, very, very minimal. But when are we allowed and why do we allow it and how are they allowed to be able to use such fear, such misinformation when the numbers are just, they're right there in front of us. Like I posted something on my stories this morning that almost 50% of the people who died in BC in October were fully vaccinated. The category of people who have released affected are the people who only had one dose. But the people who were unvaccinated versus fully vaccinated were equal. as almost 50% of both. But yet we're being forced and forcing children and the atrocity of forcing children into this shit is insane. When you have one of the top epidemiologists in the country saying that if he had a child in public school system that mandated vaccines for children, he would homeschool that child. But not listening why isn't the government promoting that message? Why are we not holding the government accountable to that message? Why? Why do we allow this? Why has it happened? Like what? Why? Why is this institution and these people who are clearly corrupt, clearly lying, clearly treating us like pieces of shit? Why are we allowing this to happen? The group of people who've been toting the line is standing up and they are gaining ground because other people are joining in and joining forces, yes. But it needs to be more. It needs to be faster. It needs to be more prominent. The government needs to understand that they are not in power. They represent the people, us, not the other way around. They do not represent us in regards to that they know what's better for us in having autonomy over who we are. They represent us in building roads and choosing certain aspects of our lives, but not this, not autonomy over ourself as a person, not autonomy over the decisions that we make for our children. You know, telling us in all these school districts in BC starting to vote and publicly saying that they do not need 100% vaccination to create a safe environment at school. Then why would my child need to be vaccinated to go to that school? Let's think about that. But that's what it is everywhere. Why doesn't a, a server need to be vaccinated but the participants of the restaurant do? How does that make sense? It'd be easier sheerly by numbers if you got the person who is serving the food to get vaccinated versus the people coming in. And it still comes down to a post that I seen the other day. If that your vaccine doesn't protect you, how is mine supposed to? 
But this is the message that our government wants to curate. This is the message that our government wants you to believe in and wants all of us to believe in. And why? The data that shows that these vaccines are nothing but. They're not even close. False sense of security, except for making people astronomical amounts of money. Pfizer alone making almost $30 billion off this shit. Like it's, why do we allow this to happen? Why is it happening? Why do we not hold governments more accountable? And most importantly, the aspect in my mind that's been burning since I've had this conversation yesterday is why does it take what historically has happened is violent revolution before something actually changes? Why does it have to get that far? Why is the government allowing it to be able to get this far? And yes, you're starting to see the seams crack like in Ontario and Quebec when they say that they're not going to mandate vaccines for doctors and nurses because they're worried of the impact that that's going to have on the healthcare system. But then you have the ignorant fucking pieces of shit like Adrian Dix who can't even see that. Who can't even understand. Where is your morals in your ethics to understand that people are fucking dying because you're firing doctors and nurses in a system that already needed a tremendous amount of more doctors and nurses but you're letting thousands and thousands of those people go because you're such an ignorant piece of shit why can a politician in ontario not see what a politician in bc can't why is that allowed to happen why can a politician in Montana see something that a politician in Alberta can't? They share a border. Why can't we see this? Why can the Taiwanese government issue a mandate saying people have the right to be able to choose whether they want to get a vaccine or not, but fucking any other country in the world can't? Or why can Israel release actual good information about how shitty these so-called vaccines are, but a Canada can't? Or Canada can't read them? Why can't this happen? And why does it have to take such extreme measures and usually typically to violent revolution or revolution by way of crashing the economy? Because what is going to happen to our economy when all of these people are walking off the job and they leave our economy to go somewhere else to an environment and an economy and people say, we want you. Come here. You can work here. What happens to the doctors and nurses in BC that go to Ontario and Quebec or down into the States to be able to work because they're wanted there? And BC is left with none. Then what do you do? How do you attract those people after the fact when you've taken away their basic fundamental right to be able to work and personal sovereignty over their body? What do you sell people to come here? What are you selling people to come to Canada when we have the most draconian measures that in almost all of the world? And Justin Trudeau is laughing. Because he is proud that we have some of the most strict lockdown measures in the world. He's proud of that. 
and he's not reprimanded the military at all for running these social experiments and social manipulation to be able to tow with the government narrative and the message that they just got busted for a few months ago. There's been no accountability. And why is it takes a violent revolution to be able to change anything? Why? And the scariest part of all is like, what is it going to take? What is it going to take in this world for this narrative to change, for these people to snap out of this shit? What is it going to take and why? Why does it have to go so far? Why do our lives have to be affected so much? Why do we have to do this? Why do we have to spend thousands, lose thousands, lose livelihoods, lose careers, lose family members, lose friends? Lose everything because you've created such division in this world. Why? Why does it have to happen? Why do you let it get this far? It was not your job to be able to create this division, but you did. And you are not going to be the person to fix it. Because the one thing that we know that the government can't do is anything properly. Anything. Except for create division, create hostility. That's what government does is pit people against each other. And right even down to being able to choose and pick a party who's willing to lie the most to be able to get into office and sway opinion because it gets them into a position of power. Fucking power. Fuck power. That's what this is all about. And what does it take for people to realize What does it take for government officials to realize that they need to give up some of that power because they are killing countries and citizens seeking more power?